Hello, and welcome to Put Your Nuts Out There, the podcast bringing you the no BS approach to food and body freedom, giving you actionable tips to build a better mindset and ultimately help you create the life you're truly hungry for with your host, me, Renee Sager. Good morning. How are you? How are you feeling? How are you doing? I know I made a post on Facebook last week about feeling kind of blah, a little bit flat, just a little heavy, not super motivated to do a whole heck of a lot. And I got several comments, several messages on that post about people just really relating to that, really feeling that same way. And I wanted to do a podcast on exercise because I know a lot of the women that I work with are really high achievers. They're real go-getters and their exercise often reflects that. I would say actually, so I, I tend to work with kind of women in one of two camps. There are those real you know, super hard, high intensity worker outers where they're like training for ultra marathons or constantly doing CrossFit or Orange Theory or just obsessing about exercise. And then there's that other camp of women that's like, they haven't worked out in years. Like they, maybe they did and they have this like PTSD from exercise and they just haven't gone. They're terrified to do it. They don't they don't feel comfortable in a gym. They have no idea what to do. And they have this idea of what their exercise should look like. And they just don't feel like they can do it. So they avoid it at all costs. And what's similar with both of these camps is this belief that exercise needs to look a certain way. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a personal trainer. I have a gym. I work with clients. Um, I'm not the kind of trainer that you come to if you want to get shredded because I'm not because I was, I was the person going to the personal trainer for years with photos of women that I said, make me look like this. I want to look like this. How long till I get there? Take all my money, make me look like her. And it just contributed to my own body hate, my own disordered eating, you know, I would frequently go to the gym and then binge my brains out after or, you know, binge before and then work out after to try and burn it all off. It was all for the purpose of earning food, burning food off or changing my body. And it's been, it's been a road. It's been a road for me to get to this place where I feel extremely sane around exercise I think working out is amazing. I think that it helps with anxiety. I think it's an amazing feeling to feel strong. I think it helps with sleeping. I think it helps with stress. But not all of us can really moderate it super well in the beginning. And a lot of the women that I work with have that all or nothing mentality that if they can't go to the gym for an hour, if it's not a super hardcore workout, if it's not super sweat producing or they're feeling dead after, then what's the point? You know, what's the point of 20 minutes? What's the point of two or three miles? So then they do nothing. And I think other women feel that way too, is that, well, there's no purpose in me going to the gym if I can only, 
you know, this is for the women that like haven't worked out in forever. They still have this belief that it needs to be so much harder than it does. That it, it needs to look this certain way or you need to burn a certain amount of calories for it to quote unquote count. Now, for most of us coming out of the pandemic, as gyms are opening up, you are not going to go in the gym at the same level of strength and endurance that you left it several months ago. I personally did a little workout this morning. It was like 25 minutes and it was nothing to post on Instagram about. (laughs) It was nothing exciting. It was nothing uh, inspiring. It was like 20 minutes and like five moves and I I felt kind of weak and it was a little discouraging, but I went, right? I didn't have this idea that I needed to go in there and kill myself. I really had to listen to my body and I was tired at 15 or 20 minutes. It's checking this ego. It's checking this expectation that, A workout needs to look a certain way. It's recreating that relationship with your body that it doesn't have to feel painful for it to be beneficial. Believe it or not, you can actually go to the gym and not work out, not break a sweat and have it still be helpful to you. It's starting to shift that relationship from, is this making me lose weight? Is this shifting my body somehow to, does this feel good? Does this feel good to me? What do I want to do? You may be deciding to take a step back from exercise. I know that early in recovery for me, I had to. I had to go months without it. And then I'd go back to the gym and I'd I'd feel that like switch starting to happen where it became not an option, but I had to. Like my day was good if I worked out and bad if I didn't. My identity as a person was closely related to how I worked out and ate. And shifting that identity, letting go of that identity was terrifying. You may relate to this. You may be the really healthy person, the really fit girl and wonder, who am I without this? Like, who would I be if I weren't this person? That's a scary thought. It's something that I had to work through and several of my clients have to work through too. And I just want you to know that you still are a person without eating salad every day or without doing CrossFit every day or without posting your workouts every day. Like, you're so much more than that. And if you are in a position where quarantine has forced you to take a step back and look at your relationship to exercise, maybe you're considering leaving certain gyms. Maybe you're considering hiring a personal trainer, but not one that's going to want to take all your weight and measurements. As a personal trainer, as one that operates from a health at every size perspective, I don't do that. There are trainers out there that don't need you to stand on a scale or to take a measurement. It is possible to work out because you just want to feel better. To not have every workout be motivated by the scale. So if you're someone that is in this 
like period of growth where you want to feel good. You want to feel strong. You want more balance and agility and to be old and be able to play with your grandkids. That's an amazing thing. I'm not saying everyone should lay at home and eat cupcakes all day and only watch Netflix. Like, I think that that's kind of a misconception with some of the work that I do because I often talk about, you know, eating everything and anything and taking rest days and going easy on yourself. But I say that because the women that I work with are extremely hard on themselves. You are extremely hard on yourself. I don't think that there's anything in, that could happen to you that would make you be like a sloth, like that fear that you have of never working out again and only eating cupcakes and ice cream for the rest of your life. Like that's kind of where we go, right? That super extreme black and white way of thinking. Like, well, if I'm not crushing it in the gym and I'm not eating greens or drinking green smoothies, then I'm just going to be sleeping all day and have like chips in my bra. (laughs) You know, that very much all or nothing black and white thinking. For recreating your relationship with exercise, just ask yourself what feels good. Why are you going to those workout classes? Now, I get it. I run a boot camp and I, I, I love the women that I get to work out with. And I personally know for myself too, like if it weren't for them, I wouldn't work out that much either because it's so much easier to just bail on yourself. But I know after those classes, those women aren't just coming because they get to burn calories. They're coming because they get to be connected. They're coming because they get to talk to someone other than their husband or talk to people other than their children. They get to be themselves. They get a moment to just do something that feels good. Exercise doesn't have to be for the sole purpose of working out. And exercise also doesn't have to take place in a gym. It can totally count to just go out and do some gardening. It can totally count to just turn on some music and dance around the living room. Or maybe you do just like a little yoga something or other. I'm not I'm not a yoga person, but you know, like some stretches in the morning. It's it's taking that messaging that you've heard for so long about, you know, hashtag no days off or go big or go home or fat is sweat crying. Oh, or wait, sweat is fat crying. That one. God, I just cannot stand it. I cannot stand it. And that's, you know, I'm just going to reiterate this, that you do not have to belong to a gym or work with someone that sends those messages. You 100% have the ability and you don't need to feel bad about this at all to switch, to fire your trainer, to get a different gym or to let them know like, Hey, that's not helpful. I'm not here for that. I don't even enjoy hearing it. So we're not going to talk about it anymore. Your workouts don't have to be hour long, leaving you like army crawling out of the gym. Now, some days you may want that. Some days you may want to go to the gym and maybe you've just got a ton of anger built up and you're just on edge and you just need to work it out. Great. Do it. Exercise is amazing for that. But also know that some days it's going to be going to the gym for eight minutes on the treadmill and then you go home. And that doesn't mean you're failing the day. That doesn't mean you suck. That doesn't mean all is lost. That doesn't mean you're never going to work out again. That just means some days, for no reason whatsoever, 
you're just tired. You're just tired and you just don't want to do anything super intense, but you kind of want to move your body, but you don't really want it to be that hard. It's okay to just go for a walk. In fact, something that I encourage a lot of my clients to do is to just start with that. If you're someone that hasn't been inside a gym in a decade, just start going for a 10-minute walk. And you know what? Even if you are someone that goes to the gym, I'm going to encourage this anyways. Midday, 10 minutes outside will do wonders for your mind. I think a huge part of starting to move your body and starting to exercise in a way that actually feels good versus something that you can pass or fail, something that makes you good for the day or bad for the day is is starting to shift it from just the, the purpose of weight loss, just the purpose of maintaining your body or earning the ability to eat food to how does it actually feel? You may reassess that, hey, you know what? I don't actually feel that great when I run X number of miles a week. I don't really feel that great when I'm lifting this heavy. Or I feel a lot better when I lift weights versus run. Or I feel a lot better when I run versus lifting weights. Give yourself the permission to change your mind. To not have to be so attached to this this identity. You know, like I mentioned, if if you've been known as the fit person or the healthy person, shifting that can be terrifying. It can be like, who am I without this? Or even if it's the opposite, even if you've never worked out, you're like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think if I start working out? People are going to think whatever they want to think, regardless of what you do, to be honest. Whether you're working out five days a week or whether you haven't worked out in five years, people are going to have thoughts and judgments about it. What feels good to you? And accept that it's not going to be the same all the time. I made a post about this last week that your body doesn't operate within a 24-hour window. Your body doesn't magically reset at midnight. You know, for many people in the world, February through June has been kind of a shit show, right? It's been like, what is even going on? (laughs) It's like living in an airport where people are eating and drinking pizza and beer at 7 a.m. and sleeping in in aisles and wearing pants that are like SpongeBob pants. And it's just, it's weird, right? It's just like the twilight zone. That's kind of how the beginning of this year has felt. Your body is just going to need different things on different days. Some days, again, you're going to want to crush it. Other days, you're going to need to rest. Start getting used to checking in with your body. And again, this doesn't mean you just stop trying hard for things. This doesn't mean you just never push yourself. This doesn't mean you never have a workout that leaves you wondering if you're going to fall down the stairs on the way out. Like sometimes you want to do that. Sometimes it feels good. I know that I do. It's a lot less than it was five or so years ago, but still sometimes it feels good to really push yourself. And other days... There's just no gas in the tank and there's no real good reason for it other than you're just tired. On those days, let yourself 
rest. For those of you that are starting to work out again post-quarantine and you're terrified of going into the gym, or for some reason, you just don't want to go yet. For some reason, you're like, I'm just not there yet. One, then don't go. You do not have to go work out just because everyone is now posting their workout selfies. You do not have to go work out just because the gyms are open. Two, if you do start working out, start small. Check your ego at the door. Go in and walk for 10 minutes on the treadmill and then reassess. Commit to 15 minutes of weights and then go home. Do plenty of warm-up. Go way lighter in the weight than you've been going. Give yourself permission to leave when you get tired. I mean, I personally did a workout this morning and I left a lot earlier than I thought I was going to leave, but I was just, I'm do- I was done. You don't have to prove anything. We're in this for the long haul. You want to be moving and exercising and feeling strong and agile for as long as possible. And going in there with that all or nothing, like I, if it doesn't hurt, it's not working. I need to kill myself in the gym. I need to be, I need to have sweat here and there if I, if it, if it's going to be worth it. Like that's just not really sustainable for many of us. And yeah, you just don't need to do that to feel good and to feel strong. It's just not necessary. It's such a mis, misconception and people are often misguided to believe that it needs to be this hour-long thing and it just doesn't. There's no right or wrong way. And your body's going to need different things on different days. Experiment with it. Experiment with different ways of moving your body. You know, I know in the summer I do a lot more outdoorsy things. And I used to think that like, oh, if I just go for like a, a hike, like that doesn't count. It's not hard enough. Starting to shift that starting to shift those old ideas and starting maybe to shift the people you're spending time with. Maybe you need to shift the places that I said you're working out with or at. You know, I know that it can be challenging when you're trying to recreate your relationship with food and body. And if you belong to a gym or or some place that everyone is just posting their abs or commenting on the grams of carbs they had or what they weigh, um, hello, hello. <laughs> One, you're not crazy if that makes you triggered. Like, I don't enjoy that either. With this work, you may start to find out who you really are. And it might not be the person that you were five years ago. We're meant to grow and evolve. We're meant to change. Just because you don't want to do these intense workouts or you don't want to sit around and talk about weight and what you ate and what you're going to eat and how you how much you hate your body or how much weight you want to lose or just anything body focused that's okay you have a right to step away you have a right to create a little bit of space in those relationships doesn't mean you have to like cut them all off overnight but you can <laughs> you can but you can just take a step back reassess a little bit take a breather Decide when you want to go back to the gym. Give yourself permission to rest a little bit. Because it's not a race. The work is, is getting back in touch with your body and not just telling your body to shut up, get with the program. 
Again, the relationship between exercise, recreating your relationship to exercise and food is huge. And in fact, I don't often encourage people that have been binging to really work out a whole lot in the beginning. Because when you work out more, you get more hungry. So maybe give yourself a break. Or maybe you just start small. I hope that this podcast has given you a few things to think about in the next upcoming weeks or months or just even today in asking yourself what you really need, what you really want, what you're really working on, what actually makes you feel good versus what you just think you should be doing to fit in or to be accepted. And I also just want to add one last thing. I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself a little bit on this one, but it doesn't mean you stop trying. It doesn't mean you give up. You know, listening to your body, eating what feels good doesn't mean you've thrown in the towel on your life and you never push yourself. It means you're actually starting to take care of yourself. It means you're actually starting to honor what your body is saying instead of abusing it in a way. This work is actually teaching you how to listen to your body and care for it instead of just shut it off. All right. I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.